Hey everybody, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket Podcast. How's your day going? Dude, I'm exhausted. Honestly, that song ended and I was like, oh, what are we going to do now? I forgot we were getting ready to record. I was like, <laughs> good thing you started talking. Yeah. So it's like, just play the music and just end. I was you like, know, what? That what, was cool. <laughs> what song's coming on next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Key it up. Hmm. I, I was watching earlier, so, so Apple TV has this like um, dinosaur show that's done by, I guess it's John Favreau, Favreau, however you say his last name. Yep. Uh, super awesome. Um, but it, it got me thinking like a little bit because a lot of these dinosaurs have feathers that like that, that's, that's how they portrayed some of these dinosaurs like raptors and well, you, uh, you know that that's actually a thing that they're actually talking about right that dinosaurs had feathers right yeah yeah and i'm like uh, and but one thing it's like it kind of caught my attention and i saw somebody post on twitter about this um because i think maybe their kid asked them was like how do they know that they had feathers that's a good question. And more importantly, like in this movie that they showed us, they showed the the dinosaurs being different colors. How do they know how what color the dinosaurs were? Huh. Nature's just their imagination. Yeah. They're just making shit up. You know. What color was the T Rex? Was it gray? I did not see the T Rex one. It was pink. But they pink. did they did show a uh <laughs> super hilarious. They did show one that looked like a T Rex. It had like tiny arms like T Rex. Uh-huh. Uh but it was probably like more like, I don't know, like ten foot tall. Uh and in the rainforest he would find a clearing and he would pick up all the sticks and the weeds and he would just make this like whole area just like beautiful. And then he would get down and he'd start like growling a little bit like this very low noise um and it was his mating call and i was like how do, how do they know he growled but i, I guess they can tell by, they, they say the dark the 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 deep noises penetrate the forest a lot mm. further mm-hmm. whatever uh so it attracts a mate and so the female comes and she's like probably like uh i don't know like maybe two times bigger than him or wow. maybe maybe not that tall but she's definitely bigger than him and uh, he does this little dance. He 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 does this little dancey dance. He peacocks. There yeah, is no way he, they knew he, all this. Right, right, right. He's do, he's doing the this peacocker. little little dance, and he's shaking and turning and doing whatever. And then Those he gets up, feathers. He gets up to this like uh, big finale, and uh, and I <laughs> I watch it, and all of a sudden he gets up, and he's got his little tiny hands, and he like flails them out <laughs> like he's doing jazz hands, and he's like doing this number, <laughs> but the inside of his hands are like this like aquamarine like blue color and he's just doing his little jazz hands and then finally the girl comes up to him and she like basically like puts her neck around his neck and maybe it's like a little hug or something or maybe she's smelling him i don't know Uh and then she just walks away what yeah done it's because he didn't clean up well enough he cleaned up and whatnot like 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 we do if we're you know you got to pick up around the house if you want anything to happen right Right. you got to have the room clean he didn't do a good enough job. Did not. He, yeah. he, he went back to cleaning, and she left, and I guess maybe she found somebody else that peacocked a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. Just flair. Just yeah. showing, hey. Flair. How much flair do you have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, if they, I wonder if they, could they just make him talk, though? Give him, like, a little funny voice or something? Right. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That and uh, the, the horror Winnie the Pooh movie. I heard about this. That is, um, I, I saw clips of it. That is some strange stuff. I haven't seen it. I heard about it. You heard about like why they're allowed to do it now or whatever? Because the thing ran out, yeah, right? They, the they copyright. Were, yeah, the copyright, whatever. I guess Disney was trying to fight it. or But as soon as it ran out, somebody ran with it. And 
See, I think I, I thought I, I've heard about this, but I think it was through, through one of y'all. And yeah, I, think I think we were drinking yeah. or something. Yeah, and Keegan brought it up. Uh, so I think that's why I was like kind of blocked it out or something. But now I'm like remembering. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that was right. Yeah. I just heard about this Apparently, today. Apparently, I guess podcast. Christopher Robbins goes off to college mm. and forgets about poo and pig. Oh. No, I don't say anymore, James. And You're they, for me. They, they get pretty upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you could have said spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, whatever. It's ruined now. It's right. ruined now. Don't watch a trailer if you don't yeah. want to know. But, but hey, this is a barbecue podcast, so I don't know why we're talking about this other stuff here. John uh, has been cooking his ass all day. He cooked like what seven, eight briskets today. Yeah, we did a bunch of briskets. Yeah, you and Denny, huh? Yeah, we that, did them uh, on the uh, on the her new saw uh, Austin Smokeworks, but yep, that thing runs like a freaking champ. Well, it's like I mean, we've been waiting patiently for you to fire this thing up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about time. This thing is nice. I know. Super nice. Well, walk us through it. I mean, like, how, how did it maintain temperature? How, how much wood did it go through? It did go through some wood, but I was using that stuff from HEB that's, like, super kiln drying, dry, dried? Dry, dry, dry kiln. Dryden? Yeah. Dryden? They suck no. all the moisture out of it. Dryden isn't. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, yeah. it burns fast anyway. So it did go through a little bit of wood, but, uh, no, it stayed probably between, like, 235 and 260, 265 the whole time, like, Super easy, lit right right away. Started with a little bit of uh, B&B charcoal, and that was it. Never nice. added any more charcoal, just kept adding pieces of wood. What did you season with? Uh, I went with uh, Suckle Buster's lineup. That's what okay. I always do for the donut shop, folks. They're okay. all for the donut shop. They make them kolaches and whatnot out of them. So usually it's like a SPG, and it's pretty similar to what we do anyway. It's SPG and a brisket rub, and then I use the chicks to smoke instead of like a Tony's or whatever. Well, how is the um, – so – Usually you're cooking on a bunch of Traegers, right? This time you went mm-hmm. offset on it. Did you try one of the briskets? Did you try a piece? No. So you don't even know it's going to I don't be- ever get to try them. My kids were so mad. All three of my kids were mad at me today. Usually I'll get, hear something from one of them like, oh, you didn't make one for us? But I didn't fire up anything else. Oh, I guess I did later on fire up the char griller. But uh, I didn't have any more room on that thing. It was, it was full with eight briskets. So, and they ordered eight. So yeah. But yeah, all three of my kids at some point today... You didn't make one. Maddox was mad, mad. Like, I really like brisket. I really want to go dead. You know, I want this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Poor I was guy. So proud. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of being, oh, yeah, I mean, do you do you want to talk about your son's love for brisket? Um. Our past weekend, we we did the uh, the cooking class, uh, barbecue demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We threw down a brisket and. Maddox was uh, he was he was he was ranting and raving about that brisket he just a loved little bit. It. Yeah, yeah. He said James made this brisket. Yeah, James makes really good brisket. I was like, second best you've ever had. Yeah, Dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sure was Saturday. Talking about Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He. I actually uh, did some. We did some tri tip, right the same day, mm-hmm. and Maddox had some of that, and he goes, "I like James's brisket better." And I go, well, you're not eating brisket. You're eating tri-tip. Well, brisket is better, so it and makes he goes, sense. Oh, well, never mind. He was like, your brisket's tough as shit, Jim. Yeah, it's not as tender <laughs> as the brisket. So. It's funny. The next day, I went back and, and judged their competition. Uh, if you guys are listening to the last episode, we 
we went out and, and we talked about what, you know what we did. We went and did a little class, and then uh, they were getting geared up for a big competition. So if you haven't listened to that last episode, we had some of the competitors on. But anyways, I went back the next day and was one of the judges, and Maddox stood there right next to me the whole time because you know I would take like one bite, and then he'd be like, "You gonna finish it?" Yeah, let me try a piece of that, Dad. Let me try that rib. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Speaking of being proud, though, um, and I think I might have already told James about this. So I don't know if I told this story on the show, but about four years ago when Maddox graduated from preschool, uh, they did a little video montage with every kid saying what they want to be, you know, and it's always the same fireman, pilot, policeman, yep. whatever, teacher. And Maddox says, I want to be a person that works at Walmart. So I, I think I might have said this before. Well, Sissy had her little graduation thing this past week, and the principal sent us the, the video, and she said, I want to be a brisket cooker. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was so proud. Is. How cool is that? It was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I bet she was like, "What is going on?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, was like, can we can we talk with maybe um, Oklahoma Joe's to maybe if they can build like a junior mm-hmm. pit master, a little junior mm-hmm. offset. We got the little tabletop here, but you know, we need an offset definitely. Yeah, we'll get her sponsored. We got one. Yeah, we'll just I'll just take that one that's in James's driveway. Home. There it is. <laughs> she might need like a step stool to to right. get up there, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll work it out. Something to grow into. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. that's really good. So, I I didn't get to I I wasn't there for the judging uh, for this past weekend. Uh, can we touch on that for a second or no? Yeah, yeah, that's it. How how was how how did that how did that format go? I mean, did you kind of help steer that a little bit or? Uh, they pretty much had a set of how they wanted to do it ahead of time. There was, like, I mean, I tried to give a little bit of input here and there, especially as far as like how they did their scoring at the end. Uh, but they had it pretty much set up. There was only three judges. It was me and uh, a couple other people. And basically they brought the boxes. We didn't know whose was whose. We'd taste one. We'd write down a little score. They'd bring another box. We'd taste it. Put it, in, you know, just like it would be at a regular competition, I guess. Mm-hmm. We did chicken, ribs, and, uh, and brisket. Nice. So I, I know that um, was was it Justin, and mm-hmm. then uh, Chris, Justin, Chris. Uh, no, so them two did all three categories, right? Yes. Then Roy just did the brisket only. Right. He was like, "Look, I don't have time to cook everything." Blah blah blah. Right. He just I get did that. brisket. And then there was the other guy, John, the other uh, dude with the beard. He did just ribs. So John, I so I didn't know John was cooking. Yeah, I think it was kind of a last minute thing. I do his he threw his entry in. Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, if you mind, well, you want to touch on on the food itself. As far as like, was it good? Yeah, you have uh, to. You have, I mean, yeah, it was. Like, I mean, yeah, some of it, it was better than others. I'll yeah, be honest. It's, like, it's gonna be good. Uh, I gonna, did. I've been to competitions before where I've had to spit shit out, and I didn't have to spit anything out. That's what I told them. I was like, like I didn't have to spit anything out. So you guys did okay. Uh, some of it was like, why? Well, yeah, that's pretty good. Some of it was like, yeah, just need, needing great. more, or just, just say just. More seasoning, uh, more love. Yeah, yeah. Some of it was uh, like undercooked. As far as like the brisket was a little tough. Yeah. Uh, some of it was overcooked, as like the chicken was a little tough. But for the most part, everything was good. Like if I went to somebody's house and they served it, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, what is this?" I yeah, yeah. Been like, hey, oh, this is course. good. This is of great. Course. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, some of them were better than others. Did you take any pictures? Uh, I think I do have some pictures. So I'll have to post them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering how outed. You know, obviously, you know, Chris had a better understanding of how he wanted to execute this, and he's been barbecuing a lot longer and and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not. I was pretty happy to hear that Roy had he was picked 
uh, his brisket was picked to be the best brisket. Yeah, yeah Roy won uh, brisket. Okay, so I, I was actually happy to hear that because I did spend a little time with him, you know, with the trimming and everything else and kind of going over through some of the processes, things that I would do, things that he was like, nah, that's the way I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, that sounds good, you know, whatever. So I, I think it was you definitely, didn't argue with him about definitely it? a collaboration. <laughs> nah, he's, uh, it's just no, not really good form, right, to yeah. argue with hey, people. Definitely but, like uh, reach out there, go follow Roy. Uh, was it Roy Robertson um, Harris? Yeah, yeah. So, an NFL player for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah, go go out there to to his Instagram and his social media and go follow him. He's like really getting in big into barbecue. Like I know he's mm-hmm. teamed up with Traeger, yep. uh, and I know Jan's super excited that the only thing that he taught him he got first place in. Well, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying <laughs> he was hinting it's at because it because of my fault bit. or anything like that. I'm just saying I didn't hurt him. Which I was happy to, to hear that as well, right? Yeah. No, he was stoked. Like mm. he was like legit stoked. Like he just won a football game. Stoked. Really? Yeah. He was like, you, you, you know, pumping nice. his fist. I was like, well, there's a, there's a lot it. of shit talking. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like that. So, and a lot of cookoffs. First place brisket does carry a little bit more weight than the ribs or the chicken. Right. And if he had if he had cooked in the other categories, then maybe you know who knows, but. Yeah. Uh, Justin won in both the other categories, so it was. How, how did it look? How did the meats look themselves? Um, Were they trimmed right? Did they look like they could cut right, sliced right? Uh, no. Well, some of it looked okay. Okay, the ribs looked pretty good. Uh, they also they didn't really know how to box like we would box. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we told them put a half a chicken in there. One of them just put the half chicken in, like we would do pretty much. The other one kind of cut up the half a chicken and put it in. Uh, none of it looked bad. Some of the, I think the brisket was what they had the hardest time with slicing it up correctly. Like maybe their knives weren't that sharp. I think a couple of them actually said that their knives were a little dull, so it kind of looked like, you know, just chopping it up. Yeah, like it was harder to slice. They still had slices, but yeah, some of it looked better than others. Okay, but. nice. Well, I hope they have us back next year. I hope they, this keeps growing for them. Oh, and it sounds like their their block, uh, their their neighborhood that they live in. Uh, it's like gaining a little bit more popularity and traction. Yeah, so, yeah. well, they were like, "Let's do it in the fall." I was like, "Just let me yeah. know. We'll see." Definitely, because yeah. it was a scorcher. Yeah, yeah. Preferably when it's about twenty-five, thirty degrees cooler than it was. Yeah, let's do it in January. Yeah, it was so freaking hot. Yeah, hot, hot. Yeah, those pig shots were money though, huh? Mm-hmm. Pig shots were really good. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed them. I hadn't made those before. I mean, I'd seen them a million times, but I'd never gotten around to making them. They were great. Yeah, somebody was ate one, and they were like. Uh, they were trying to describe it to somebody else, right? And I can't remember who it was. It may have been Justin or, or some guy, but he said, look, it, uh, he goes, there's a lot of layers to this. He goes, a lot, a lot of flavors, it's happening all at one time. It's all mm-hmm. in your mouth, right? So, because uh, the guy, guy took a bite, and he was just like, oh, oh, wow. And he's like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's just registering all the flavors coming through, right? The jalapeno, the little bit of the seasonings, the, the cream cheese, just everything kind of comes, the bacon, the sausage. The sauce. The sauce, the glaze, yeah. So I think those were, were definitely money for sure. Agree. <sighs> Should we uh, slide into this grab into the brisket? Let's go into the brisket. Beer review. Would you bring us, James? We saw uh, decided to switch it up just a little bit. Uh, I know we've been heavily involved with these these sours and these um, Martin House Martin everything. houses. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I gotta I gotta get something else. So this is a Prairie. No, this is Panther Island Brewery, and where are they located at? 
Um, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, Dallas. Texas. Yeah. Love it. Right next door to Martin House. Yep. 7% alcohol by volume. Uh, this is, of course, a 16-ounce can. This is a hazy um, N-E-I-P-A. NEPA. NEPA. New, New England IPA. New England IPA. That's okay. right. Well, what makes it what you, makes it a New England IPA? Well, I'm glad you asked that, James. There's a few things that make it a New England. One is that the alcohol by the volume on here is going to be between five and seven percent. Hmm. Uh, it's also going to have a lot of fruit, um, and then of course, uh, it's going to have that that, that hoppiness uh, that you get or whatever else. Um, but the, the fruit is, you know, I think that's really really, really pairs uh, or makes this. Um, this a a NEPA. I never heard that before. Any IPA? Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it NEPA. You call it whatever you want, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, did, you, did we already say the name of the beer, or did we just say where it was from? We did. We okay. said it's the Hazy Cat. Okay. Hazy Cat. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch it. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. The can's cool. It's got a nice little wrap on there. It's got uh, kind of a uh, a uh, psychedelic looking cat. That's what going. I was going to say psychedelic. Uh, yeah, it's like, but the cat looks like a it looks like a cat. Like what do you call the ocelot or like a yeah. Um, like what, what are those Egyptian cats that have no hair? It looks like a cougar. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, it's almost like the uh, the what you're saying, the ocelots, where it almost looks like a a damn ocelot. You know what? It's they're native to Texas, brother. Oh. You, you look them up, man. Okay. Have you ever seen their cousin, the ocelot? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. <laughs> hey, I've not seen that. <laughs> yeah, got yellow eyes. It's probably. It, it's probably one of those cats that jumps on top of you and like sucks your soul out. Like, uh, oh yeah, I don't know yeah. if you've seen that movie. Soul but, sucking, uh, yeah, <laughs> suckers. Stephen First. King, cats meow. Yeah, yeah, that's all yeah, right. That's a lot of people had a big thing about having cats around their babies for a long time after that, right? Because uh, they thought the cats would suck, suffocate, and steal the the air from the baby. Mm. So they like keep your cat away. But I think I think there was probably something to happen. To be honest with you, I think cat cats want to cuddle up and get warm. Right, so hey, here's a little there's a little oven right here, a little hot oven. Yeah, let me <laughs> jump on top of this <laughs> thing and smother them probably or something, right. you know. But they think, Stupid oh, cats. the cat's trying to s- steal the breath. Right, it's not, it's not the truth, man. They're not like that. Hmm. Anyways, what yeah. do you think of the beer? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'll, I'll jump I'll in there. Okay, yeah. you jump in there, James. Go so, ahead. Uh, I like the beer. Uh, I think it's a uh, probably one like one of my favorite kind of IPAs. I'm not a huge fan of them. Some of them are a little too that. Um, too hoppy, too yeah. citrusy. Um, this one I think is pretty mellow and is pretty chill, uh, even with the higher alcohol by volume. Uh, I'm liking it. I'm digging it. I, I'm seven five. Really? You say it like you're like I'm seven five. That's pretty good for an IPA. It is really good. I'm not a seven five on this. I'll tell no. you that. Uh, I like it. I'll, I'll go next uh, if you don't mind. Do you no, mind talking? No, no, do whatever next. you want, man. Uh, I'm with James. It's 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 super smooth for an IPA. I'm I'm the same. I don't really like IPAs most of the time. This is not too hoppy. Uh, it does have citrus for me, but it's not like a not like an orange. It's not like an orange a, peel. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Fruit. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's not that traditional grapefruit. Yeah, it's like. not, it tastes like an orange peel to me. I don't know. It's good though. It's super smooth. I'm gonna go like a seven one. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah, six eight for me, guys. This is beer. Is it's really good. Um, I could have one or two of these, no problem. I think after probably two, though, I'm probably not going to want to drink this. I'll probably drink something different. Um, if if I could imagine myself drinking more than two of these, it would have been higher than a six eight. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a really good beer. It's definitely like I've already gotten probably like half halfway down, and it's 
it definitely uh, raises the uh, body temperature up just a little bit. Mm, you know, you start feeling, little, uh, start feeling a little flushed. Yeah, like, ABV. Oh, man, all right. You know, I, I'm not – can I just say something real quick to you guys? Uh, yeah, you, and I think the energy right now for this podcast is a little low. Oh, you, we're, we're you, about to get pumped up because we're about to have a guest come on. You know what I'm saying, though? Do you feel that? Do you feel like we're just kind of going through the we're motions We're just being here? too mellow. Yeah. Like we all smoked a joint or something and decided to get on the podcast. <laughs> we did not do that. Well, I, I know uh, we didn't do that, but I'm, that's what I'm getting at. It's like I feel like everybody's way too nonchalant and mellow. Like we're just trying to like <laughs> somebody somebody's in their car right now driving, just like falling asleep. Yeah, like, we're putting the motherfuckers <laughs> to sleep on the road, dude. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, he's like, like he just woke up now. Where he's yeah, he's driving to work, doing rush hour, and yeah. falling asleep. Like, hey, hey, coffee's not working. Listen huh? to smooth styles of grab him in the brisket. Yeah, good night. <laughs> Sleep tight. Okay. Watch the road. It's like a, it's like Nightmare on Elf Street. Like yeah. just blink off up. once, done. That's it. Brady's You're in a dream, you. Brady. You're Brady. in our dream now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess that wraps up the grab him in the brisket. Beer review. Uh, also, okay, everybody's seen Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Mm-hmm. And we all know what it's like when you go to sleep and you wake up. And then once you realize that you have the power also to be what you want to be and how you want to be and whatever, right? Because it's your dream. You have the power to fly and to have super strength and be impervious to bullets and knives and whatever, right? What, what would be your Nightmare on Elm Street uh, power like what, one of them was a guy that could uh, what was it he he had a bunch of guns remember he was a kid had always all these guns like right 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 man uh, yeah it, barbecue related or just yeah uh, barbecue related though yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe your hands turn into like uh, electric knives and there's like zzzz. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're just like chopping through Freddy's Uh, face, just like slicing like a a Sunday ham, just like. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Okay, I'm not sure. I totally understand the question. I never watched any of those movies, so Uh, you don't know. Yeah, (laughs) okay. Basically, you fall asleep and you you're able to pick your own superpower. But that's not the thing. So pick the power to wake up and not be killed by Freddy. See, Freddy Freddy would always torment you in your dreams or whatever else, and you never really realized that you're also dreaming. So you have the power. To be something else to in your dream, your right? Mm. Yeah. Once they realized that, then they could fight back, right? Mm. Yeah. So, and they had to suck Freddy back in the real world, then they can kill him. Yeah, right. You know, they got to pull him to the. It's just a thing, man. Yeah. I mean, if you wake up holding Freddy, then you bring him back into the real world. Right. Okay. I'm starting to feel like this isn't real. <laughs> this may not be real. Maybe dreaming right now. <laughs> Fact: We're all dreaming. Just close your eyes when you're driving down the street now. Yeah. Go. I, um, I, I watched one of those uh, Nightmare on the Streets not too long ago, and the the, the eating of the, the no doses. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, yeah, the stay awake pills. The stay awake pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got me to thinking. Like there was a Homer Simpson. There's a Simpsons episode where I guess he was a truck driver at one point in time, and he's trying to stay as- awake, so he, he's falling asleep, and he pulls over in a gas station, and he pulls out. He's like, "Let me get some uh, pretty much no dose." Gets it. Takes the whole bottle. He's like, whoa, no, don't eat that. And those were like sleeping pills. And he's like, oh, I know I need that. And so he gets like a whole bottle of no-dos and like sucks those down. And so he goes in a row and he's driving. All of a sudden he's like, fall asleep. And then he's like a wired. Fall asleep, wired. Right. He's just doing this. Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story. We, uh, I used to work a lot, man, and we traveled a lot. And uh, I was with a guy that we were driving down the street one day, down the road one night. And uh, we basically had like, 
I don't know, probably like another six, seven hour drive in front of us. And it's probably, it's probably midnight, right? So, and why you don't get a hotel back? I don't know why you don't get a hotel back then, but we just didn't, right? We're like, nah, we'll power through it. We'll, we'll drive. So we pulled in this gas station and he goes in, he gets a coffee and uh, he got a, some, just some energy pills and whatever, right? So I'm, I'm riding and I'm like, I'm really not too worried about it because I'll just sleep for a couple of hours. And I'll get up and I'll drive if you need me to or whatever, right? So I didn't really think too much about it. And uh, so he reaches over and takes his package of pills and he, he eats them and he's washed it down with some hot coffee. And then he, the, the bag drops uh, down to the floorboard by my feet. And I just happened to glance down. So I picked it up and I'm looking at it. And I was like, uh, huh. how many of these pills did you eat? And uh, he goes, I ate them all. I was like, well, how many were in there? And he was like, I don't know, like like a handful, like six or eight. I was like, six or eight. How how many? He goes, I, I, I don't know. I think there was like eight of them in there. I was like, well, it says do not have more than two <laughs> in a 24-hour period. And he's like drinking coffee. He's like, oh, my God, I think I, I, I took them all. I'm, I, this is not be good. This is going to be a – this is a – this is a uh, um, He's got an overdose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I ended up falling asleep, and I woke up. We're in like – Are these caffeine pills? Yeah, something okay. like that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what they are, but they're like stay awake pills, whatever. I don't know what's in them. But uh, I ended up waking up. We're in Houston coming back home, right? Rush hour. I look over. This dude's eyes are like saucers, right? He's like eight inches from the windshield, and he's just like hugging the, wind, the steering wheel, right? And he's just staring. He looks over, and he's like, I'll get us home. Don't worry, right? And I'm like, dude, you're, you're freaking me out a little bit. Like, I, I hate to wake up like this. Yeah. But we, so we got home. I went to bed, right? And then this dude drives home. And uh, I only had a couple hours sleep, like maybe two hours sleep the whole, the whole time, right? And uh, in 24 hours. So... Uh, this, he never slept all the way until we had to go to work that evening. We had to go to work that evening, right? And uh, he still hadn't slept at that point. He said he mm-hmm. tossed and turned on the couch. He said he got up, he couldn't sleep. I'm like, yeah. So now he's, he's rolling on 30 something hours right. straight. At, at one point in time, does the delirium set in? Oh, I'm sure. Hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I could taste the road right now. Just mm-hmm. like, Ugh. oh, man. That. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. hey, can I say R.I.P. Marion Barber? What? Yeah, R.I.P. Marion Barber. What happened? I don't know yet. I, I just saw him not too long ago. Yeah, they found him dead uh, in his home. Marion Barber. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Running back. Yep. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Well, damn, that, that sucks. sucks. Yeah, he was young, yeah. too. No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You just had Ray Liotta. Yep. And then there, um, there's somebody else. I don't know. It's always in threes. Yeah. I'm sure somebody yeah. else, man. Mm. Uh, also, uh, hey, I don't know if you, it's a little, little current here, but um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing went on today that they, they went ahead and convened and gave the, the, the verdict. Uh, I think Johnny, Johnny kind of won this deal, right? I mean, I think uh, it was awarded like $15 million out of the 50 that he asked for. Uh, I think she was awarded like 300000 or something for something else that one of the lawyers did or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, but, Is that to uh, pay the lawyers? But hopefully, well, the lawyers can get their cut from the $15 million and then Amber's going to pay theirs or whatever. But I, I ultimately think that uh, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if this dude's a douchebag or not. Like, who knows? They're all crazy. They're all rich. You know, whatever. Uh, but 
you know, if he didn't do all those things and, and he's been found innocent, then I hope he gets kind of his career back. You oh, know? yeah, for I think sure. That, that kind of stinks that, you know, if, if he didn't do any of that stuff and you lose your career because somebody right. came up and said a bunch of shit about you, I know. that sucks, you yeah. know? So, yeah. John, hey. John, can you reach out to John and see if he wants to be on the podcast? Sure. Okay. Yeah, JD? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Thank I'll you. We'll be the that. stepping stone. Like, yeah. well, to, we'll get him back on track. Right, for sure. That's what we needed. We need to get him back on track. Uh, okay, uh, really quick, John. Uh, I know we got uh, we got Leanne Whippet coming up here shortly, uh, so we'll run through a little business. No, I'm just kidding, John. We have no time for business. Okay, what time is it now? Yeah, one well, minute. We're right up there uh, pushing it. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. take a, let's take a quick break to pay the bills, and when we come back, we will bring her on. We got Leanne Whippin coming in here, celebrity judge pitmaster. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Leanne. I, I saw the I saw the uh, John sent me the email of the the, the resume, and it's it's quite <laughs> impressive. It, it is quite impressive. <laughs> it's very long winded. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we joked about it. I was like, we can just go through this whole thing. Let's just let's just get all this stuff. But uh, man, uh, I, I was looking over some of the stuff. I mean, so obviously you have cooked you, you have competed you have judged uh you've been on tv I, i've seen you've you've competed against bobby flay and i think you kicked his butt i did on the throwdown yes yeah. and uh, then i was on, on his team for the barbecue brawl which was nice yes that's awesome uh, so welcome into the grab another brisket podcast um we definitely appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to to talk a little barbecue with us i, I know you you're you're on your uh, uh, you have your own bar, um, podcast as well, and you've been on uh, quite a other different shows. Sure. Yeah, it's barbecue. It's not all about one; it's about everybody, right? We're exactly. gonna share all the stories and experiences. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! So I, I, I I'm gonna jump in here real quickly, Leanne, and I, I first of all to classify is a celebrity judge, which is if I can put out any resume like that, just sounds so freaking awesome to me. Uh, but but that that doesn't really define uh, like you are a true, um, I guess chef, right? So yeah, that cooking and 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 presenting and all that's that's like your passion, and it's been your passion for for like a very very long time. And, and I know that the very you know looking through your your lengthy resume, which by the way, going in the future. I'm going to start adding to my resume. I should be adding to it every single time I do something. You've already I, got like three and things. I don't. So. That's a lie, John. i got more than three things. Um, you're, but You're going to add Leanne to your resume. I am going to add Leanne to the resume. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, but no, if, if you wouldn't mind, I mean, and maybe you get to ask a question all the time or whatever else, and but I'm really more, I guess, intrigued about just you getting started. Like, it, it's amazing. Like, almost like a domino effect. Like, you, you got started with a restaurant and the catering and, and that type of business first. And but that kind of led you to another avenue and to another avenue. You know what I mean? So if you wouldn't it mind. snowballed. Yeah. So actually my background is in um, hotels. So uh, for 15 years I was in food and beverage. So I, I have a, a background before I even got into barbecue. I mean, barbecue is always you know, in the backyard with my dad. I don't know if you know my dad, uh, you know, Jim Trim Tab. And uh, he got involved with KCBS, you know, a long time ago uh, with Carolyn uh, Wells. And and he brought me along into the world, you know, 25 years ago. And, and we got our, our judge certification. And then 
it was that first year uh there was a competition in stone mountain georgia and i said dad let's compete in it and he's and he had an oklahoma joe and uh he said well i don't know about that and he goes well yeah yeah why not so uh he was in north carolina at the time and there happened to be a whole hog ancillary category and i said well why don't we do the whole hog too and he goes absolutely not this is our first contest we're not going to do that and you know he hangs up and the phone rings five minutes later and he goes well what size hog do you want <laughs> I love it. Nice. So our first contest, we not only did, you know, the KCBS categories, but we did whole hog too. Um, and we ended up winning grand champion and went to the Royal and won first place in pork. So that initial, um, you know, just that feeling uh, and being in that world, I, I, I still can remember it. And I knew at that point that this was where I was going to be. So I quit my hotel job. I bought a 24-foot trailer with a Jed Master on the back of it and hit the road and started vending. And then that's when I get into the restaurants. And so I've had six over the years. Um, I just got out of the last one down here in Tampa. Uh, just because of COVID and everything, it's just not real profitable. And it, it, it's a lot of hard work, which I don't mind. But it really didn't allow me to do a lot of you know things that... I wanted to do and so now uh being a radio you know show co-host on barbecue nation and a brand ambassador for pit boss grills are some of the things that i'm able to do uh since i've stepped out of the restaurant world nice that's awesome and how, how much are you liking uh, uh recording and, and doing the show with jeff you know i really enjoy it because we actually um, not only have guests that reach out to us that want to be on the show, but we always have, you know, somebody in mind and everyone is always, yes, sure, we'll come on the show. And, you know, some of these people I haven't met before, so it's really cool to be able to talk to them and hear their history and, you know, what they're doing. And I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's a once a week show and it doesn't take up too much time. And it, it's really been enjoyable for me. And Jeff Tracy, the host, is absolutely awesome to work with. He is a very nice guy. I was going to say, when we saw you at the uh, the, the barbecue, the MBBQA, uh, yeah, um, we, we had Jeff on, but we, we, we didn't get to have you on, you know. And uh, so I was really delighted to see that you had had, had agreed to say, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely come on y'all's show. I was like, man, this is so great. Like, we're having both of them, you know, which would be kind of cool if we could have Jeff on the same time as well. But um but yeah you know it, this was something that i was like oh man we, we if this is if we first of all i was a little starstruck when i saw you and i, I was oh. like, i'm being serious i was like well, you know you. you see people online you see them uh, on tv and whatever else and you, you don't know how to really to i really approach somebody sometimes and i think just uh really being at the mbbqa it was just everybody was very approachable i think it was just us kind of learning like, hey, if you want I to say agree. hi, I say agree. Hi. It yeah. was a fantastic uh, convention, to say the least. And I love where, you know, they're going. And Kel is going to lead the charge. And uh, it's very exciting. It is. It, re it really, really, really is. Uh, and I, I, it's something that I really haven't really had a passion uh, about, I don't think. Uh, last couple of years, I think my drive has really kicked in a lot as far as, like, where I see barbecue for us and kind of what we're looking for and, and whatever. And uh, mm -hmm. I think being at the MBBQA really kind of helped uh, even, I mean, we, we talked, James didn't get to go, so he's, got, he's just taking not. a backseat to yeah. this conversation. But uh, 
but being there kind of actually helped recharge that a little bit as well. So uh, it was really a cool event. Yeah, the networking is um, it, it's absolutely fantastic. And it's nice to be able to, you know, know some names in barbecue and then actually meet the people. And it's it's just a great experience. I cannot agree more. And, and if, if you don't mind, I, I would like to say something. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was always under the impression, you know, I've been competing for, for 20 years in, in, in our area and IBCA and uh, in barbecue and uh, I, for a long time, you know, I, I always thought, you know, you put your best product out there and then it's luck when the judges pick you, right? Uh, but, but here's the deal. Uh, and you, you said something earlier. You said, like, you know, I decided you and your dad entered this competition. Um, Y'all won the, the first one, grand champion, the first uh-huh. one. And then you went straight over to the other one, uh, the, the Royale or whatever. And, right, the and Royal. Then, and, then, uh, and, and then won that as well, right? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. you know, First of all, I know luck. There's always luck somewhere in there, but it's not as much as people think there is, right? So it really comes down to having a good product, having a good a good system down, um, being very very consistent in the way that you cook cook certain proteins and meats and whatever, um, and then really you're giving yourself the best opportunity out there, and that's why you see the same people winning exactly. That's year the after proof year. right there. It is that. It isn't that those people are lucky all the time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They, they've got a really good product. And uh, it took me a long time to really just, sometimes I just, I'm, I, I'm a little pig-headed. And I don't want to uh, concede you know, on what I think is a good product, uh-huh. and I don't want to try anything different. And I think that's where I've kind of lost a little bit in, in the barbecue game. And, and I've seen our barbecue go forward light years and last probably five years uh or so with with bringing john on and having james uh you know step up our barbecue has gotten a lot a lot better and we found ourselves competing and 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 when i say competing i don't mean just because we entered a competition i mean competing for the top a top spot in 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 the cook-off right so yeah so i i don't know i anytime i get around somebody that that especially if your if your stature that is has one as much as y'all has won and has been a part of barbecue i don't know i'm just in awe a little bit it's um it's interesting though because i took a step back and i i really i used to compete a lot and then i because of the restaurants i really didn't you know i'd only do a few a year and it's amazing how uh you kind of aren't on your game if you aren't out there often um you know we all aren't at the top all the time and it's it's just interesting how it's changed and um just the different methods the different proteins uh the different rubs and sauces and all that um and and how that's changed and for example this weekend i'm going to wwt which is worldwide uh technology uh nascar race and i'm gonna be competing um in ribs against Tim of Blues Hog, who just won Memphis in May, and it's like the best cookers are going to be out there, and I'm just like, you know, I haven't done that many comps in the past few years, so I'm a little bit nervous about this. (laughs) Hey, they should be nervous. So, yeah, I I do like to compete, though, and, uh, well, you know, we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, well, let me ask you this. So, so we're on the, the competition uh, talk of it. Uh, there, there's a lot of people that listen, uh, a lot of our listeners that maybe do competition. Maybe they're like entry-level competition. They're just getting started. Any any suggestions or any tips or pointers that the, the people are just now starting? Because I, I know it could be like once you get into it, it's it's very just like overwhelming and big. And you can compete in 100 cook-offs and never mm-hmm. win a thing. Right. Well, you know, obviously what I did was, you know, I, I had my judging, you know, certification. So I know what the judges are looking for, how they're scoring and why they're scoring this way. So I think that's critically important is to take a judging class. Secondly, you know, when you get into these contests, sometimes they offer backyard, you know, contests where you can just do, you know, ribs or whatever. So it's nice that you don't have to dive into all four categories. You can kind of focus on one, master it, you might say, move on to another one and gradually work your way up into the four categories instead of diving in and taking a nosedive right on, because that can be very, very disheartening and discouraging. Um, so it's a little bit easier, I think, if you start, you know, with the backyard. That's just my recommendation. I didn't yeah. do that because they really didn't have that many backyards. You know, I just like jumped in. Um, also, you know, really learn your cooker. Obviously, spend the money on high quality meats. You aren't going to win, you know, with a bad piece of meat it, for the most part. So you are going to have to make that investment. And when you're looking for a contest, try to get one that's close to home so you don't spend so much money on gas and lodging and all that. Um, you know, that, and it takes the edge off of traveling and being tired. You don't want to go into a cook being tired. And, you know, and, and don't be engulfed in uh, the ancillaries right away, too, because that can take your focus off of the, the main categories. Uh, so let me ask you this. So the, the flavor profiles, uh, the, the seasonings, the rubs, the sauces uh, versus the meat being cooked correctly versus the appearance. Uh, 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 let us know how that, that weighs in in your perspective when you, when you judge. Because, uh, uh, I mean, is it a make or break type deal? I mean, are people out there just not getting the right seasonings or they're not using the right injection? Uh, well, I judge. Yeah, I- I judge a lot, and I will say that the flavor profiles are extremely similar. Uh, you'll get, you know, one that's a little bit off, but for the most part, you know, you're getting, you know, the sweet sauces, the underlying flavors from the rubs. Um, the mistake people are making today is they're over-injecting, and it's overpowering the smoke, and you aren't tasting the smoke in the meat. And... Um, that's what I'm finding with, you know, current judging. So, you know, just be aware not to over inject, I think. And, um, you know, as I said, learn your cooker, just practice, practice, practice. Um, that's, that's my theory. Makes sense to me. Uh, I'm going to be honest. When they, when they announced the, the, the nominees for the hall of fame was a, a couple of weeks ago, I was so uh-huh. excited when I saw your name. I was like, "Oh, we know her. That's our friend." <laughs> and then when they, I, I was on the, I was on the live when Barbecue Central was announcing who won, and I was, I was jumping up and down in my living room. There I was so is. excited. Oh, that's I'm so sweet. You, I want to tell you, I was jumping up and down. So yeah, I was quite. So this was the third year I was nominated. I was like, "Oh God, it's going to be Susan Lucci for me." You know, I'm just going to keep, you know, just <laughs> hopefully hanging in there. But it's truly an honor just to be nominated. Um, I really um, did not expect 
uh, to get inducted just because you look at the caliber of all the nominees and, you know, you start second guessing yourself and, you know, I, I was tearing myself apart. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And, you know, so it, it was very exciting for me and very validating, um, you know, for all the work that I've done uh, to get rewarded. And, and that's, and it, it's just been a goal of mine, you know, my whole life, um, uh, it, it really is the pinnacle of my career, in my opinion. Yeah, it, yeah, it's freaking awesome. It's icing on the cake. So, how did that? Did they just call you and tell you, like, "Hey, you're in. You won." You know, it's a funny, it's a funny story, actually. So, when you get nominated, they usually call you a day or two in advance and tell you to keep it under wraps. And then, you know, the past two years, I was familiar with. You know, I'm like, okay, the call didn't come. <clears throat> <clears throat> two days before the announcement, so I know I'm not in. So uh, the announcement came out on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. So on Monday, I am, like, by my phone, looking for the KCBS call, nothing. So Tuesday goes by, nothing. I call my mom on Wednesday and I said, well, it's over. I said, I was really hanging on and hoping, and I said, it's going to be, and this was at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I said, they're announcing it at 3, so there's absolutely no way. And um, it was funny, I was listening to the critique on the Barbecue Central show of, you know, a few people talking about the nom nominees. And, you know, there were some really nice things said about me, which made me feel good. So I told my mom, I said, I feel better now. You know, at least they didn't say, oh, no, she doesn't deserve it. I, I just felt better. And then it wasn't five minutes later, that's when the call came in. So I didn't actually find out until 10 after 2 and the announcement was at 3 o'clock. Wow. That's very cool. And Emily right. called awesome. me and she said, we wait until the very last minute for the inductees. We just cannot afford to let it get out. And so I, I was just that that made it more exciting for me because I really thought absolutely not. I was not getting in. So <laughs> it was a big surprise. So now what you're what you're giving us right now is just basically that anybody that is going to be nominated um, for this. Um, just know it at two ten or two fifteen, you could get a call at that point, right? Yeah, because now, yeah. now I'm not going to worry about. It. Now I'm like, okay, it's only two thirty. It's fine. You, right. We're going to call. Right. You're not nominated, right. Jen. I think yeah, one of these don't, days. Don't, don't get nervous. I think we yeah, need a little bit more, a um, <laughs> little more resume, a little more uh, like I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, substance behind us, but yeah, hey, that call's coming for you, bud. Thank you, James. <laughs> yeah. I, I see it. Oh, you know? my breath. Listen, you have to visualize it before. It's like, man, you have to visualize. If you can't see it, it's not going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so the, the American Royal will have the formal ceremony out there, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. My family will come out there for that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to compete or not. Um, you know, we'll see. Probably not, but never know. Well, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be out there this year. Kel Phelps uh, invited us out to hang out with them and maybe record where oh, they're set up at. Oh, definitely go. Have uh, you ever been there no, before? We, we never made it out there, so we're super excited oh, about it. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, actually, I haven't been to the new venue, but um, I just know all the teams and just everything that goes on. It's a great, great weekend. You're, you guys are going to have a blast. Nice, nice. We'll definitely be uh, be looking for you. Will you have like a sash or a crown or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, like an entourage. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, yeah, definitely some, some guys in jackets. Oh, my God, that's stuff. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that's awesome. 
So, I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. No, I was just going to derail it and just go off topic yeah. just for a minute. Uh, you know how I like to... I mean, I love barbecue, but uh, uh, Leanne, so we always ask the guests. We always give them a couple of options, a couple of questions. And one of the questions that I, I kind of came up with, and actually I, I stole this from somebody else, so, but I don't m- remember who it was. Uh, but it was like, uh-huh. uh, what's that one question uh, that nobody asked you? You know what I mean? Like uh, that, that you, know, you do these interviews, you do these, these types of things all the time. But that was one of the questions. I was like, okay, what's that one thing that nobody really asked? Like, what are you, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, one thing that nobody has really asked me is what did you really want to do when you grew up? There it is. <laughs> and that was my dad was a pilot with TWA and I actually took flying lessons in high school and flew Cessna 152s and Piper Cubs on grass fields. And I wanted to be a pilot. That was what I wanted to be. And I couldn't get into the flight school that I wanted to and then all of a sudden, summer job got into hotels, and I got engulfed in that and distracted. And it was costing me a lot for flying lessons, so it went by the wayside. But that was my initial—that was my initial goal. Nice. Wow. Very cool. So do you? Yep. I, I don't know. Do you still? This might be a dumb question. You still do any flying now, or not really? Is that no? All I gone? don't. Mm-hmm. You know what? Nope. We need to get you behind the steering wheel. That's all I'm saying. I think it's called. I don't think it's called a steering wheel. I, I think know. it's called something else. I don't know. Is I don't it, know. Is it called a stick? No. Maybe. Might they be have the trim tab. That's what it is. It's kind of on planes, you know. But hmm. um, I don't right. know. Uh, but yeah. That, so everything really changed. And ironically, my dad was born on my grandmother's hog farm in Lexington, Missouri. So I have pictures of me, teeny tiny, in you know, in the pens with the pigs and I have those pictures and it's kind of ironic that you know here I am doing this as it relates to pigs and whatever and I also collected pigs um, my whole entire life Um, and I still have a lot of those I, I mean I they're all over you know my apartment and my kids will you know try to count them and you know they're they're kind of subtle actually but um yeah, I collected pigs too, which is kind of weird that it turned out that this would be my profession barbecue. I think it's I think it's fitting. I think it's cool. Yeah, no, definitely. It was Especially, meant to be. It was, yeah. It's amazing how, you know, we talked about this uh just with, you know, people that work and just whatever, but uh like it's amazing how one turn in your life, right? Just right. one one thing you just take one. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, you take a left instead of a right and then the path is so much different, right? Uh, and then, you, and then you look back, and, and you can't imagine it being any different than the way that it is. I, I, I think it's super neat, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's 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 pretty remarkable. Um, you know, just to quit my job. When I look back, I was like, "Wow, that was really gutsy to quit your job and buy a trailer." And I, I got my Silverado back then. And I still have that truck and trailer down here in Florida. I used it in a comp at the Florida State this past January. I mean, I still keep them going. (laughs) I don't have one of those fancy RVs, but, uh, yeah, I still have them. They're very sentimental to me. I love that. I try not to get rid of any of my my pits either, but my wife doesn't always agree with that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So one more off topic. Uh, So, Leanne, um, do you remember – your first concert that you ever went to and can you uh share that with us my first concert was um it was heart 
the Eagles and Little River Band and Giant Stadium because I was raised in Jersey because my dad was based out of Kennedy Airport. And um, I was so mesmerized by heart. They were just absolutely fantastic. And, it, it, you know, of course, at the time they said it was like the Eagles' last concert. You know how many times you hear that. Right. Uh, but they're they're it still was, having their last concert. It was amazing. <laughs> and I remember wearing, I don't know if you remember the painter pants, like overalls things that back then, well, you guys are, you know, too young for that. But I had on a white one, and I remember... The girl I went with spilled a tropical drink all over me. And I remember getting home and rolling it in a ball and shoving it under my bed because I thought my mom was going to get mad at me. <laughs> You're going to smell the, uh, uh, are we talking about like alcohol? Are you going to smell the alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Yeah. So uh, the just got in the Hall of Fame. You're you're headed to uh, go compete with Blues Hog. What what else is new in the pipeline for you? Well, um, actually, of course the um, the old I'm going to write a book thing. Uh, but actually, I do have a very interesting. It's not just going to be a cookbook. I can't reveal. Uh, so I'm in the process, and I'm I'm not a very good writer. But you do have to put together the pitch to the publishers and what have you. So I've compiled, you know, all recipes, and but it's actually the subject matter that's quite different than most. So I hope a publisher will pick it up. That's always uh, something. It's not like I'm looking at, at it to make money. It's more of um, kind of like a journal and history and that sort of thing. Um, so that's kind of on the sidelines, um, which means it'll probably take a lot longer than I think. Uh, so that's one thing, and um, and also I am uh, expanding. I, I have the pig powder dry rub, which is my dad's dry rub, that my sister and I um, took over that company when he passed away a couple of years ago, and I've just solidified um, who I'm going to use as um, you know my distributor and what have you. So I have uh, four sauces and three rubs coming out. Again, I know I'm not going to make any money, but it's just something, you know, that I've been wanting to do. I did it a long time ago and had, you know, sauces in supermarkets and that sort of thing. But I, this is different. Um, so I'm going to be working on that. I already am in the middle of that. Uh, those are just a couple of things. That sounds awesome. I, I can't wait to get my hands on some of those. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I know it. No, definitely. Well, you never know. I mean, it's one of those things that yeah, it catches on. I know it seems like everybody has a sauce and a rub and whatever else, but you've been in this game for, for so long. I mean, those, uh-huh. those flavor profiles are, are going to be ones that, that have stood the, the test of time. So, I, I, I'm I, not doing it to be like the famous competition barbecue sauce. These There's two in particular that I'm coming out with that there is nothing thing like it on the market so it's either going to be hit or miss but it to me it's worth a shot so we'll see very cool yeah we're excited to see it so yeah let, let, hopefully you'll when you announce it we'll uh, we'll definitely be uh first in it'll line be to order rolled some. out uh, uh within the year okay I know that very cool that's awesome very cool all right well uh we're getting kind of close to the end here but we usually ask if you have a barbecue fail story that you could share our listeners love that Yes, I do. Um, I actually worked with Smithfield when I lived in Virginia um, to get a contest going. It was a KCBS contest, and Carolyn Wells happened to be the rep there. And I was competing, 
So it was really important since I helped, you know, put this thing together that I do well. And um, after I had all the turn-ins done, Carolyn Wells starts walking to my trailer, like with her head down. I go, what's the matter? She goes, uh, your ribs. I was like, yeah, what about my ribs? She goes, did you cut them? I said, of course I cut them. She goes into separate pieces. And I said, yes. And she said, no, you didn't. She goes, two of them were stuck together. So there were only five entries. So I got DQ'd. It was my one and only DQ. And believe me, I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> but that was an epic fail. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't epic. specify you needed like just one single bone. Oh, you meant like cut cut? <laughs> oh, mean all of them? Well, yes, of when you turn in six ribs and instead of eight, you know, you've got to have six individual ribs and you know technically they can pick it up and kind of like shake it a little bit but whatever but evidently uh, they didn't do that and so i got dq'd yep that was bad Mm, that is rough never made that mistake again (laughs) never i always cut them and then move them across the cutting board just to make sure that they are completely separated yeah it's one of those deals where uh you know we've done competitions as well uh, and you have the rules, you know what you're supposed to do. Uh, even uh-huh. when you do competitions that are like, okay. Uh, so we, we did the Austin, uh, rodeo, uh, uh, not too long ago and on brisket, uh, it, they tell you 500 different times that the tag, uh, and the chunk of the meat that the tags in needs to co- accompany the box with the, uh, slice. I mean, it has to be in the box with all your slices. Right. Uh, we knew this, <laughs> <laughs> but w- once it come down, like, let's cut. Uh, okay, we got five minutes. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And you forget it. And then next yes, thing you, you know, uh, you got one team running the box, and then you have me staring, just eating brisket. Like, oh, this is so good. This is really, everybody's coming up, trying it. And then I look down, like, there's a tag with some uh, chunk of brisket. <laughs> yeah, like, I. you know crap. what? You get so caught up in the moment. There you are do. so many times, like, sometimes I'll hit, with a little bit of salt, you know, when I'm turning in. And there are so many times that I have that little itty bitty amount of salt sitting right at the cutting board, right next to the box. So I won't forget it. And I will still forget it. Yeah. You just get caught <laughs> up in the moment. Yeah. That's what it is. No, it's better than some of our barbecue fails. Cause uh, I mean, DQ is DQ. But I mean, like we have burnt some food that the whole family we didn't get to eat that night, right? I don't know. Really? What's, yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I haven't I, had that happen. I I've hate. had grease fires, but managed to get out of that mess. Um, <laughs> and, and on my uh, Jedmaster, it needs electricity to run the rotisserie. I've had power failures where, you know, the racks are all the way in the back and, you know, I can't like manually uh, move the grates. So, yeah. That's been uh, touched and go, but I've made it through. Uh, but no, I haven't had any burnt food. No, no, no. I, I would say that I've had some chicken that was not undercooked, but definitely not cooked, you know, well enough, you know, like it, it's definitely not good for turn ins, you yeah. know, but not, no, like severe disasters. Yeah. Well, we, had, than, we had one, and uh, me, I'll speak on mine uh, more specifically. Uh, our our, uh, our grill was set out uh, in the uh, the driveway that was a good like twenty feet away. Uh, I seasoned two briskets, and it, it, maybe this is something that some competition 
um, TV show can incorporate into their thing. <laughs> I, I decided that I'm going to bare hand, just man hand, two briskets. Fully seasoned. Uh, fully seasoned. Just I had the pit door already open, ready to go. I'm just going to grab it by the point, and it's, I'm just going to carry it all the way, probably like about 20, 30 feet. It's no big deal. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got the grip strength yeah. to hold this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got halfway, and I was like, "Is that why you call this grabbing him in the brisket?" (laughs) (laughs) That that time I did not grab him in the brisket. Yeah, you dropped him. I dropped him. Uh, Yeah, and at this time, at this point in time here in Houston, uh, all the uh, um, oak trees, acorns had dropped. Trucks run all over them, so it was just like the whole driveway was just covered in just like crushed Mm. acorn. Great oaky flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was a fail for sure. We, we had to come in and just like try to rinse off the brisket. First of all, it, it's very difficult to clean a broke up shell right. out of a brisket. Especially it's, so it's already soft. minute. And the, yeah, the, 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 the fat's already soft. I mean, really and truthfully, you're, you're washing, but you're like, I got to like trim this brisket again. I don't know if I can get all this out. And we, we did not. Trim it again. We just wash as best we could. We reseasoned, reseasoned. <laughs> Had everybody sign yeah, a waiver. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? I mean, is, what yeah. else are you gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. But I learned not to try to uh, manhandle and try to grip strength two briskets. Well, especially no, when I said, if "Hey, you're starting to lose control of one. You can't use your other hand to help save it because it's full of another brisket." Correct. <laughs> right. Correct. Well, n- not to mention, I did as he was starting to walk. I said, "You want me to help you?" And he goes, "No, no, I got it." And then I turned my back and watched him <laughs> drop it. And I go, "Oh, good job. You got it. You got it, don't you? All right." Yeah, it was not good. good That's great. I, I, I have a similar story, not related to barbecue, but my dad, he flew internationally and he brought back all these beautiful German glasses. Each one was different from a different restaurant. And I was just so excited. And he's unwrapping them carefully and, you know, brought them all the way from wherever he was. And um, I go to bring him to the sink and I wash them and, like, I put them on a tray and I'm walking back and he goes, Don't do that. He goes, and, and sure enough, if I didn't drop that whole gosh darn thing, and they all went flying <laughs> on the floor. It's like my sister and I call it the light bulb moment. Like, you yeah. know you shouldn't be doing what you're doing like you guys did with the two briskets. I got it. But you do it anyway, figuring, ah, it's not going to happen to me, you know, and then boom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Famous can last and words. Will. <laughs> right. right. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. Yeah. It'll happen to somebody right. else, not right. me. Yeah. Hey, Leanne, we appreciate you being on the Grabbing of the Brisket uh, show. We'll turn it over to you. Uh, please let the, the people know where they can get a hold of you uh, if they want to interact with you and ask questions. Sure. And, uh, on social media, uh, Leanne Whippin on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I just launched a website, but it's really basic right now. So that's Leanne Whippin uh, BBQ. I have a YouTube channel that uh, just has a few things on there. Yeah, so that's predominantly uh, where you can see my stuff. I love it. That is awesome. And once again, uh, super huge congratulations on your yeah. uh, congratulations. induction. Thank you. I'm, I'm really thrilled about it. I, I've just been ear-to-ear smiles. It's uh, it's taken – it feels like uh, it was super surreal in the beginning, and now it's starting to sink in, and it's it's even greater each day. It just gets better. So I really appreciate you guys having me on the show and I wish you a lot of success and I look forward to seeing you at the Royal. 
absolutely. No, We're definitely, be for definitely. You. And I, I will say this: I, each week, you, 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 you all do the, uh, the, the the Barbecue Nation's radio show. Uh, if somebody wants to yes. tune into that, how, how how do they tune into that? So uh, we usually put it out on Twitter, the links. But Barbecue Nation airs on, I, I believe it's four hundred different stations on Saturday mornings. So you can go to Barbecue Nation and. Um, you know, it, and, and we usually put the links out there. I need to do it more over, but um, we are going to have a YouTube uh, channel that is going to have a library because we've been doing a lot of them uh, with video. And it's, it's kind of interesting, um, you know, which the video kind of adds to it because you can see people's expressions and what have you. So um, we'll be working on that soon we we have a library that's full enough now that we're getting close to to doing that nice that's very awesome. cool very cool well leanne thank you so much for coming on we definitely 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 100 percent, definitely again uh appreciate mm-hmm. it thank you so much guys you have a great night and i will see you soon awesome we'll thank you have definitely night. take care okay bye-bye such a cool evening to have have her on right oh, yeah. uh Hall of Fame, you know, it's yeah. not it's not every day you get to say something like that, you know, and, and she's got a career that's been, uh, it's, I mean, she's, if you name it, she's probably done it, you know what I mean, and and, and excelled at it, right? Right, yeah. So, right. it's like uh, hotel management to owning your own restaurants to winning American Royale Master, yeah. to battling body, Bobby yeah, Flay. Yeah, all over TV. Yeah. Uh, I had so many more questions that I don't know if I needed. I know, I know. I was like, "How is Bobby Flay? Is he? Is he? Is he cool? How Bobby Flay is? I want to ask her like, how did it feel kicking Bobby Flay's ass? Right. Boom. You know. Boom. Right. I don't know. Hey, listen. Just drop like Emerald Lagrassi. Yeah. Like boom. Pow. Pow. What did he say? Pow. Pow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Emerald. Yeah, he said stuff like that. Uh, Look. (laughs) Anyways, definitely, uh, definitely feel. A little honored to have her on. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we had we had Jeff on uh, when we were at the MBBQA. Definitely wanted to get her on, and I just I think it was my I was going to go say something, and I just froze. I was like, mm. I can't talk to her. I don't know what to say, you know. And I should have just been like, Hey, what's going on? You want to come on? And she'd be like, Yeah, I do. And yeah. we could we could have done it, but I'm glad we actually waited uh, because we didn't know then mm-hmm. that uh, the Hall of Fame thing. So. Yeah. yeah, no, no. There it is. And big congratulations to you, Leanne. Yeah, cool. Super badass, man. Uh, th- this is the end, and this is the portion of the show that we like to do, like a barber, uh, like a barber quartet type deal. Bar- the bar- barber quartet. Barber quartet. <laughs> I'm just what? kidding, guys. This is the end. You know what? I'll say this though: the energy level in the very beginning of this podcast sucked. No, so. it was good. It we're, was very dry. Like, we're, hey. we're missing people. We are. We are. We are missing people. You're right. What I'm going to say, though. I was saving my energy for when Leanne came on. That's that's exactly what happened to me. I don't know what your issue was. No, I, all I'm saying is once we did a beer review with this uh, this hazy cat, this Nipah. Smelly cat. Right? Right. From Panther Things City. livened up. This 7% alcohol by volume mm-hmm. may have just saved the show. Of course, having <laughs> Leanne. She saved the show, to be honest with you, right, having right. her on. But I think that uh, this little bad boy didn't hurt. Just saying. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's all I had to say. Yeah. It's funny. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, that's all, right. all I got too. Hey yeah. guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, James would always say stick tune. And uh, yeah, later, bud. It's great talking barbecue to you guys. Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Suckle Busters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.